What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug. Today, we have Stephanie on the show. Hello, Stephanie. Thank you for joining. How are you? <laughs> so good. Thank you. Yes, of course. And to everyone listening, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here and tuning in for another episode. If this is your first episode, what's up? Thank you. Thank you for choosing to listen. Mm -hmm. Um, So today, Stephanie is here to chat with us about, well, lots of things. We're going to hear a story. We're going to talk a little bit about creating a business brand. But Stephanie is an author, a crone survivor, a philanthropist, and she is native of Florida. And she's owned several successful businesses. So it's going to be really interesting to hear her perspective and just like dive in. I'm so excited to hear more about your story. Um, And right now you, uh, well, is it that you have worked right for one of the Mm -hmm. largest financial institutions, JP Morgan Chase, um, and a former uh, broker dealer as well. As Invest Financial. Yeah, that's right. That's so cool. So you've worked along a lot of successful financial advisors and business savvy investors, which is super cool. So I'm excited to hear your perspective and more about your story. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So share with us, like, tell us, I guess, like on a get to know you level, like what can you share with us? (laughs) So again, my name is Stephanie. My name is Stephanie A. Wynn and I am a published author of the entitled book, Ready, Set, Go, A Simple Guide to Establishing a Successful Small Business. And one thing that I do, I assist emerging authors, coaches, consultants, and startup business owners in um, making a difference, building their platform from the bottom up, making a difference, and the impact, and fully monetizing their intellectual property. And so my goal is to impact and inspire and transform as many individuals as I can while I can. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I said, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And so this is a very debilitating disease and um, to say the least, but I don't let what I was diagnosed with define who I am. That actually gives me the strength to move forward and to push through because I don't know when I will be if I will be, you know, back on my sick bed, you know, it's, it's just, you just never know. And so my goal is to, I, I, time, timing is something that you can't get back. And so mm-hmm. my goal is now to, um, what I do know is what I, what I, my goal is now is to, like I say, in, inspire, impact, and empower those who need to be empowered, mm-hmm. who needs the inspiration. And just to tell my story through my book or through podcast interviews and just just my goal is just to just help those that can't help themselves or don't understand what it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love that you mentioned that you work with like um, people who are emerging in those areas as yes. well, because I think that's like one of the hardest parts sometimes is like defining what you want to do. And I think even like understanding the value of your intellectual property, like you said, like 
what is for like everybody is so used to their own story that you sometimes don't see the magic in it you right you don't see the power in it and Mm -hmm. so that's really really cool work um how did you like become an author like were you just one day like I'm gonna write a book and then it happened or or like talk to us on the journey like how did you kind of slip into the entrepreneurial world so when I was um, 23 years old, I started my podcast. Um, I'm sorry, my podcast. I was 23. I started my ice cream shop oh, here cool. in St. Petersburg, Florida, and um, I had no point of reference. I had no resources. I had no. Um, I had no point of reference, and so what happened was I started getting um, people were asking me, "Well, Stephanie, how did you write your? How did you write this? Right? How did you start your business?" what did you do? And so I'm like, well, it was easy. And so what I was finding was what's easy for me wasn't easy for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I said, you know what, let me put this in a book. Let me put this in a book so I can help the people who they have great ideas. They just don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. And so that's my goal. My goal is to help those who they have ideas and they, you know, they have a book or they're starting, they're writing a book. They just don't know, you know, after I published my book and after I started my business, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So my goal is to help the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur at the same mm-hmm. time, because being an author, it is sim- it is a business mm-hmm. and being, you know, a startup, you're so new and you don't know. And it's crazy. Like I had no help. Mm-hmm. I had no help. And so now I was a single mother at the time with two boys. I was married wow. in the, at the same time. Mm-hmm. But again, I didn't have the right partner with me because he supported me financially in the business, but mentally and physically, like he was tapped out. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and I had to learn how to shift from a nine to five to starting my own business. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who reach out to me and say, well, how did you do it? And I tell everybody leverage where you are, leverage the, the, the nine to five until you can build your wealth in your business, until you can start making the same exact money that you're making in your, in your day job. Now you can make that or more in your business. So Mm -hmm. I have to say a point on that as well. Like, I mean, not that I follow this advice, like um, you probably don't know a lot about my story, but the listeners, if they've been listening for a while, they know, like I was an entrepreneur for about five years that I called my struggle entrepreneur years where I just seemed to keep going further and further into debt. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting because at the start, like in my very first year, I was doing okay. And I think within a year and a half, like um, we were making what my, um, like at this point, my partner was still working and we are matching his income. And our goal was always when we like matched his income, then he would be able to leave. Mm -hmm. But we were so like, I don't even, I don't even know what to call it. Like, it's not that we were uneducated. It's just, we were just not really ever taught how to really deal with money and have a relationship with money that we were matching the income, but we were spending as if we had both income still. So then when he left his job, suddenly we're like, oh, we actually have way less money. Like we never thought about it. So like put away what you can as well while you're doing that, you know, be really smart with what you make. Um, and I mean, that's just a whole nother story about like money, but um, I just have to mention that because I feel like, yes. I don't know why I did not consider that when I was in that situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, um, so you, you've, 
like that's okay that's the other point that I was going to actually mention how you said like what's easy for you isn't easy for other people and that's such a big thing to highlight because that's often where our gift is you know that's often the things that come most effortless to us that's often Mm -hmm. where we can help people the most and I love that you had that like courage and that just like like what do you think it was that just led you to to understand that power that you had was it because so many people were asking you questions about it that made you realize and then you're just like right I got to do more with this was it just like this internal drive and passion to really want to help other people or was there something specific you can put it down to so what happened well there was two things that happened in my life and that was the first thing was the first it thing that happened was I lost two of my daughters so I was pregnant with two girls and in different times and going through that tragedy, like it was devastating for me. Wow. Mm. But I thought then that I had it, I understood, you know, you go through things, you're supposed to grow through them. Mm. And then I was like, okay, okay. And then as time was going on, I started and I was writing, I'm writing my book. And when, I'm, when I was just about to get it over to the publisher, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Mm. And so it was there as I was going through this purging and this purge, I call it the purge process where I had to cleanse myself of every, all the toxic things, the toxic people, um, the toxic friendships, you know, I had to really dig deep. And I also had to get um, myself, my health back together. Mm. And it was there where I realized that, you know, and I started, people were asking me questions and I'm like, well, I, I, they were like, I want you to coach me. Can you be my coach? Mm. Can you help me start my business? Can you help? Can you help me market my business? And what I did once I got myself together, physically, mentally, spiritually, once I got Stephanie A. Wynn together, there is where I found that this, I do this so organically, mm. what I'm doing. And I, and I love it. I eat, sleep, and I breathe it. I love making a difference in the lives of other people. I love helping people who, who just don't know. They, what I think is easy for me, they don't know. It's, it's difficult for them. And so again, so now I'm providing a, a solution to their problem. And so, but I didn't look at it like that. I was like, I don't want to be, no, I don't want to be, I'm not nobody's coach. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, because I feel like I don't want to tell people what to do. I don't want to have that type of relationship. So I'm all about building a relationship. So, and that's my superpower. I'm a relationship builder, not, and that's, I don't call myself a coach, but I'm a relationship builder. And so that's where I found that that's my gift. Mm -hmm. That's the gift that God created in me to do. Like you got to help the, like this is, and I do it so easily. I, you know, People ask, well, who is your publicist? I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, I went on a 12-month book tour with my Ready, Set, Go book, and I went all the way to California, and they were like, well, do you have a publicist? Who set this up for you? Who set this book tour up? And I'm like, I did that. Like, Wow. Just, But again, I go back to what was easy for, what's simple and simplistic to me and comes naturally for me doesn't come naturally for everybody. And so I believe, I truly believe when you're going through something, I said all that to say, when you're, de- when you're going through something, it's your darkest moments 
there is where you find what your purpose is. And that's how I found my purpose and my gift is when I was going through those dark moments, going through the trials, um, I had to be resilient and I had to bounce back quickly because I knew that the people needed me. They need me the most. I had to be right for them to help build them and help them be and believe in what it is that they want to be, you know? Mm. Beautiful. I love that. And so like, just in like observing your story, I think what's really, um, what stands out to me and just like in regards to like people that I've worked with and I know listeners of the podcast and stuff and other um, people we've had on the show, it's like, um, not only did you start to recognize that it was your purpose, what was coming easy for you, like one, you were in a position where you really had to take a close look at your life because of mm-hmm. Crohn's and, you know, and all the other things that were going on in your life. Mm-hmm. But then you also are really willing to own that, you know, you were like, yes. that's it, this is it. And I think there's a power in that because I do believe like we are given gifts that mm-hmm. we are meant to share. And right. Um, you know, we've heard before, like, it's a disservice not to share your gift. And although there's truth in that as well, I think it's like, there's, it's not even, we don't even need to look at it from that perspective. There's, there's an enlightening, there's like a power, there's a, there's like an expansive energy, just like this beautiful ripple effect, this fulfillment that so many of us Mm -hmm. in life where we can really just be happy in any aspect of our life. I think that comes when we're really sharing what we're meant to be sharing Yes. That. And I think that's really beautiful. And I can hear it in your voice. And I yes. love that. And to those yes. who are listening, own what you love, you know, own yes. what, what comes easy to you, own what you do because yes. you're magic and, too. <laughs> yes. And I, and I, and I, I'm a firm believer of, and I had to learn this. I didn't always notice. And mm-hmm. I went through a lot, you know, mm-hmm. I read your story, you know, you, you know, you go through life, we, we, we pick and choose the situations, the relate the ships, whether it's a relationship, partnership, we choose those, right? And so I do believe that the people that you're connected to, being connected to the wrong person or people will hold you back from fulfilling your life assignment. Mm. I truly believe that. And I believe that, and I, because I was one that I would like, hey, come go with me. I want you to come along with me. Like, you know, I see it for them, you know, and I'm like, if you, it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. You, they can't go because it's not for them, mm. you know, and, and, and oftentimes we want to take everybody. We can't take everybody. Mm. And it's unfortunate. You just got to go. You got to do what you were created to do and be, and you got to fulfill your life assignment. And then once you, you, then maybe, maybe they can come along and see it. But again, what I do know with time, and I take time, time is so delicate nowadays. I believe the world slowed down for everyone to truly, really think about where they are, who they are, where they want to go, I do know that time would do one or two things. It would either promote you or demote you. So we have to use time as time is so valuable. But again, it goes back to believing in what it is that you're doing. If you truly believe in what you're doing, then people will believe in you as well. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I so agree. There's like so much divinity and everything that's happening in 2020 yes. in my eyes, you know, like it's really, yes. really incredible. And I think a lot of people are having the breakthroughs that they're needing to have. And 
the space to have that. Um, It's so beautiful. I love that you've (laughs) shared that. And I agree with everything that you said. Um, And one of the other things that we wanted to touch on today was creating your business brand. Can you talk to me like your perspective of what that means? So, you know, so when I, when I started my business, this goes all the way back to the early 2000s. When I started my ice cream shop, I had no brand. I didn't know what a brand branding, the word brand was not popular. It was like, what brand of cereal do you want? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what I did, but what I did understand was I had to be different than the other ice cream shops. I didn't want to be the same. And so your brand is what define who you are. So an example is like, if we look at Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola has put a, has built their brand so much that they've created what's called brand equity. And their brand, when we see Coca-Cola, we see the red and the white. We see the C, the cursive C's, but we don't understand, we don't, but they've, they're so big now that they have different tiers underneath their brand. It's a part, it's all a part of marketing. So marketing is the umbrella. Branding is one of the tiers under marketing. And so when you, when we talk about a brand, we're talking about your color, what defines you as a business, your colors, um, the aesthetics, like if you got a logo, your website, all of those are important when you're doing brand development. And so Coca-Cola, we can go to coca-cola.com. That's their website. We see their logo, which is red and white. Then they have different tiers, right? So Coca-Cola, they have Dasani water. That's a part of their brand. So they have different tiers and they built over, over the years, they have target individuals. They know their audience. Mm. And so, but before they even started marketing to the people, they had to create a brand that was going to stand out. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. as you're creating your brand, you want to get in front of your audience. You want them to know who you are, what, what defines you as like, so what defines me as Stephanie A. Wynn? Mm-hmm. I'm an author. When people see me, they know, okay, that's, oh, that's the lady that started that. She has that business book, self-help book, how to start your business. So mm-hmm. people resonate that with me because they, I built the brand. But again, you are, you as a person, you are the brand, mm-hmm. right? So that's, that's, and that's important because no matter what it is, your product and or service, you have to get in front of your audience. And if you are not branded, no brand mean no sales because nobody knows who you are. (laughs) So you have to create the brand. You have to build that brand and you have to do it strategically so that you stand out. I'm not saying reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. But you have to make it where it it has to make sense and you you want to think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like one of the big things that like ties together with what we talked about before with your gift, it's like when it comes to our brand um, and like the uniqueness of it, there's of course like the kind of like really um, strategic aspects. That, well, all of it can be looked at mm-hmm. as strategic, but you know, there's the color, there's um, the, how you present yourself. And I think that was a really good prompt for those of you listening um, that you said, Stephanie, which was around mm-hmm. like what defines you, like what makes you, you, because right. the one thing that is unique above all else, like there might be other coaches, there might be other yes. authors, there might be other, whatever it's you, yes. right. And yes. your particular gift, your personality, believe it or not, yes. is a gift. Like no matter if you think it's silly or quirky or yes. unprofessional or serious or whatever mm-hmm. aspect of your personality you feel comes forward like that's actually a part of you and you can make that a yes. part of your brand yes um 
you know, and I was wondering, Stephanie, as well, if you have any tips for people, if they're like, okay, I really like, I feel like I need to give myself a brand assessment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I need to get clear on it. Like obviously that one question, um, what finds you, um, is there anything else that you can give people that might be like a quick little tip on, um, developing or, or building their brand? Right. So you should, you know, when you're doing a brand audit, you should do a brand audit and that should include like your brand colors. Do you have, you know, do you have your brand, what, what colors are you going to use for your brand? Do you have a website? Do you have a blog? Um, these are all things that you, these are all things you have to talk about when you're building your brand. Um, you also want to talk about, you know, what, what you want to create visual and physical things or graphics so people can know who you are and how you stand apart like I, I i love to see when when you're branded you have your colors so it could be let's say pink or white you know some people post today it's pink and white day you know or but you want to have you want to stand out from your competition i don't look at people as competition we all have our own lane yeah we're just we're just created differently, but you definitely want to have visuals and physical um, aspects of your brand. So you want to have a website. Mm-hmm. That's a platform that you can use. Like in the brand, you're building your platform from the bottom up. So your platform, it could be your website, it could be a social media platform. You want to, and the one thing with building your brand, you want to stay consistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a tip that I would definitely recommend. You got to stay consistent because when you're all over the place, nobody really knows what it is you're doing. Like what, you know, you're all over the place. You have different colors over here. Well, what, what are, what are you doing when you get down to the colors and you define who you are? People resonate with that. Remember it's the the law of attraction people, especially now there are 12% more people online now reading online magazines more now than ever before. So now people are reading and they're quick. So you want something that grabs their attention quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think even something as simple as like, um, and this was something I heard like early on in my business and it was like, mm-hmm. always have the same profile picture on all of your accounts. <laughs> yes. Right. Because that creates like, um, they recognize you, they go on mm-hmm. Instagram, they see your profile picture and they're like, Oh, that's yes. Isla. That's Stephanie. Yes. yes. You know? And, um, and so I always thought that's such a good tip because mm-hmm. it kind of ties everything together and it's so simple. Yes you know, but yeah, having consistency between different platforms, I think Mm -hmm. like we can all think about that. Like we all have people that we follow where we don't even need to, um, like see their name or their like, you know, company name or whatever it is Mm -hmm. before we already know what it is. Like you were giving the example of Coca-Cola. It's like, we see that logo. We see those colors. We see that, that like, you know, even you can think of like the vibe of their ads. They're always mm-hmm. like very similar. Right. And you see that you're like, oh, it's Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's, I think the other part as well is like, um, it's like the vibe of what you give across and all that stuff right. is stuff that, um, that really defines you and becomes a part of who you are. Yes. And you're like, oh, that's this person. Like, mm-hmm. I have a, um, I have a friend. She was a client in one of my previous programs, and I just like, I always talk about her because I think she, what she created is so cool. But she has a podcast called Walnut Wednesday, okay. and you first hear it, and you're like, Walnut Wednesday, what does that mean? And she describes herself as a walnut, but she's like, really created this whole brand about walnuts. 
and like how it means that you're courageous, like being a woman mm-hmm. means being courageous and like, yes. I don't know, all this beautiful stuff. And it's like, whenever you see her stuff, if you see a walnut or the word walnut, you just straight away think of her and her podcast, yes. you know, yes. it's, and it's yes. so cool. Mm-hmm. And yes. yeah, I just really like, I think that's a really great example. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. And also too, you know, you want to have like, Again, you're, you want to be consistent across your social media platforms, especially when you're newly branding yourself. Your name needs to be consistent across. Like, I'm Stephanie A. Wynn on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. They look, I'm there. LinkedIn, I'm Stephanie A. Wynn. And so I definitely agree with that. Like, I don't, when I go on interviews and people ask me, well, how can they reach you? It's Stephanie A. Wynn. That is just simple as that. There's no... Um, mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing. It's like, not like it, Steph on Facebook and Stephanie on Instagram yes. and Stephanie Wynn on LinkedIn and yes. Stephanie A. Wynn on. Yes, <laughs> and, you, and you want something, you want, like if it's your name or your business, your business, you want it to be simple, simplistic enough where people can understand how to reach you. You want people to come and see who you are so they can relate. When you're relatable to, the, um, to your audience, they'll want more of you mm-hmm. when you can relate to them, you know? It's all about building relationships. Oh, I so agree with that. And I think that's why I love like the perspective of your message as well. Cause I think at the end of the day, that is what it comes down to is the connection and the relationships that we have with people. Like Mm -hmm. all of this stuff is one way that we can um, scale and grow and really turn what we love doing into a business. But at the core of it, it's about how we connect with people, you know? And I think that's what's so beautiful about um, the modern business world. I think that's really cool. Amazing. Definitely. Well, do you have any last tips of, as we start to wrap up um, that you can share with the audience on anything that we've talked about that you've kind of like feel is coming through you to share? Yeah. So uh, for, for those who are wanting to start their business, um, be it if you're in your recently published author, uh, you're wanting to get, you know, in front of your target audience, you, you got to know who your audience is because a lot of us, what I've learned is that Many of us who are starting a business, even now with the COVID-19 thing going on, and they're, they're marketing to everyone. And everybody's not your audience. Everybody is not going to buy your product and or service. And it's so important to get in front of the right audience. And so if you're having problems with that, I would definitely, we could definitely set up a, you know, clarity chat and um, they can reach me at www.jnscommunications.com. I'll be more than happy to assist you with, you know, helping you figure out who your target audience is. Again, you may have 5,000 followers on your platforms, but not all 5,000 followers care what your business or what you got to offer. Um, I'm just going to be honest with you. And a lot of people get frustrated and they want to give up and quit. But business success is not overnight. You know, uh, be as being an entrepreneur, it's work. You know, what I do notice is that a lot of people want success and they want it right now. I want it right now and I want it right now. And that's not success. Even if you're a millionaire and you have the money, you may pay for people to, um, to, to help you with your business. But if nobody's interested in your idea of business, it's not going to be successful. Mm -hmm. So you want to be able to, I say, build relationships and provide a a, a solution to people's problem. Because again, we're living in a time where people want solutions to their problems and people want to build relationships with people that they can trust and can be relatable to them. 
we all have a story to tell and we all have a gift in us. And I just would like to just say, you know, believe if nothing else, believe in what it is that you're creating, believe in what it is that you're producing and believe in what it is that you're selling. I love that. Thank you so much. And yeah, for those of you who are wondering as well, we can link, um, your website in the show notes as well for anyone who does want to book in with you or just learn more about what you do. What are the other like best places for people to connect with you if they just want to be in your world a little bit? If they want to connect with me again, I'm on um, my my website. My author website is www.stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, A as an apple, W-Y-N-N as a Nancy.com. That's stephanieawin.com. And my social media um, profile links are there. You can you can reach me there. And again, stephanieawin.com. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Simple, simple, simple. <laughs> yes. I love it. Okay, amazing. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us today, Stephanie, and sharing a bit You're of welcome. your magic and, and what you do and, and your story. It's really been awesome to hear what you had to share. Yes, thank you so much. You are so welcome. And to those of you listening as well, thank you for being here. I'm so sure that you got value out of this and I appreciate your time always for tuning into the Abundant Babes podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.